Welcome to the Field Talk Podcast from the Linder Farm Network, the voice of Minnesota agriculture. I'm your host, Dan Lemke. Fall is a great time of year as crops ripen and mature and the weather turns cooler. A rite of the season for many Minnesota families is a trip to an apple orchard to buy or even pick their own apples. Minnesota has over 100 commercial orchards that produce more than 20 million pounds of apples each year. One of those orchards is Timber Lake Orchard near Fairmont, which has been in operation for about 40 years. Al Zeitz and his family took over the orchard about seven years ago. Uh, we, we approximately have about 2,800 trees right now on about five acres. And we have about 12, well, probably 13 different varieties of apples. And most of them were developed by the University of Minnesota. Uh, the orchard has been around for probably about 38, 39, maybe 40 years now. Uh, the family that originally started it uh, started small and just kind of grew it little by little. And then we took it over about seven years ago. What does it take to, to uh, run an apple orchard? I mean, it's, it's uh, you know, a crop like uh, you, know, you see around us, but a little different than most folks may be accustomed to. Yeah, uh, it's, uh, raising apples is a very labor-intensive uh, love affair, I guess, if you want to call it that. Um, it, it's, we start uh, pruning trees about February time frame, and the season just kind of goes all the way through until uh, it freezes up and we pick our last apples uh, just before the last freeze in October, November time frame. What makes a good year for apples and, and how has this year been for uh, good conditions? Uh, the growing conditions this year have, have been pretty good. I uh, was getting a little worried in the summertime we had kind of a dry spell, but uh, for us here, we've had very timely rains and we've actually got a pretty good crop this year. It all starts out with the pollination in the spring and uh, sometimes if we have a little cold weather, sometimes the bees don't want to cooperate and pollinate. So that's where it all starts. If we have a good pollination and a good fruit set, usually then it's up to making sure that we maintain the trees uh, through insect mitigation and, and uh, fiber, um, fungicide mitigation as well. And then, of course, we just need the rain. Did you grow up with, you know, around apples, or what was it that, uh, you know, you said you've had it for what seven, eight years? What mm -hmm. was it that inspired you to, to get into it? Well, I've always had an interest in gardening ever since I was a kid. I guess I can attribute that to my mother. She was big into gardening and just kind of carried over with me. And uh, I've always had an interest in growing things. And uh, the opportunity came up to. Uh, purchased the orchard, so had a conversation with my family and some close friends, and we decided to, to get into it and give it a shot and see how well we could do. Now, you had mentioned you've got a, a number of different varieties, in the, which has certainly changed in my lifetime, where, where you just have seen so many different choices and something for you know every kind of different palette. I guess. What, do, what do you see from customers? What are they looking for? What makes a good... A good apple, I'm sure, I suppose it depends on what they want to do with it, but what, make, what, are, what are folks after? Yeah, that's a very good question. Uh, we have a number of customers that come here looking for apples to bake with. So, of course, we have apples specifically that are good for baking. Uh, Zestars are really good. Wealthies are popular for baking. Harrelsons are probably our top three baking apples that we have. Uh, of course, we also have Macintosh and Cortlands, which are kind of a good for both eating or baking. Uh, some people just looking for a good crisp apple to bite into and just enjoy that way. And we have, of course, the popular honey crisp. Uh, Sweet Tango is another popular apple. And one thing that's unique to us is we have an apple variety called B51. 
that's, there's uh, only a few orchards in Minnesota that have that and was actually developed here in Minnesota as well. How important is that being developed here in Minnesota? Is it, you know, are they cold hardy? Are they able to, to obviously produce well in our conditions or, or what makes those kind of important for your operation? Yeah, I think the Minnesota developed varieties perform much better in our area because this is where they're developed. Uh, you know, there's other varieties of apples, of course, uh, but the growing season just isn't good here for those varieties, and that's the reason why we don't have them here in Minnesota. So has this been a, an enjoyable uh, enterprise for you? Oh, for the most part, yes. You know, everybody has their days, and I have mine as well. Is like, you know, why did I get into this? But uh, this is the reward, is having the customers coming in and interacting with our customers and just sharing the, the bounty that we have here from our orchard. That, that's probably the biggest kick for me. Thanks for joining us for this Field Talk podcast. Check out our other podcasts on linderfarmnetwork.com and tune into your local LFN affiliate for the latest in farm news and market information.